time for a White Coat Wednesday with our medical correspondent, Dr. Mitch Shulman. Good morning, Dr. Mitch. Good morning. And you're right. It was absolutely heart destroying watching him as he was talking about his relationship uh, with the dog. Um, it's amazing how people bond with their animals. And we saw a lot of this during COVID, especially people were isolated. And so many people who had never even had a pet reached out and got a pet to keep them company during those uh, three years effectively and have gone on to continue it. And studies have shown that if you have a dog and, um, and it, you go walking with it, it actually has a positive effect on your health. And we know that having a pet has a very positive effect on your emotional health. So there are benefits from keeping a pet. If you can't, sometimes it can be very tough. As your friend said, it does take a certain amount of time. Yeah. Well, I remember when I lost my first dog and I wrote about it in the National Post and I said, I know it's just a dog, but it's my dog. That's right. Yeah. Uh, colon cancer. We were talking about this on the show yesterday, and we thought we got to get the medical opinion on it. There's a petition out there, Dr. Mitch, as you may know, uh, asking to lower the screening age for colon cancer from 50 to 30. And I guess the big question would be, would that be a best practice? It might be, but you don't have to wait for the government to step in. You can do that right now. There are two major ways of screening for colon cancer. The classic one is the colonoscopy, where they put the camera up here mm. and take a look at what's going on there. And the advantage of it is if they see a polyp or an early lesion, they can take a biopsy, they can remove the polyp. So that's the advantage of colonoscopy. But it's kind of resource-intensive, right? You have to have a booked appointment, and there's all sorts of preparations, and someone has to pick you up to take you home. On the other hand, you can do FIT testing or fecal immunochemical testing at home. And this is a test where you take a small sample of your poo and you basically, not you personally, send it off so that they can look for blood in it. And whereas this may not be 100% accurate, there may be many false pauses, right? Many things can cause blood to seem to appear in your stool. But it's a great screening tool, and many family doctors are already using it in their practice. If you want to, you don't have to wait till you're 50. You can do this at any age. You can reach out. Uh, Cancer Ontario has a lovely website. If you call Health 811, you can actually get your mitts on this testing, send it off, and you yourself can screen yourself for colorectal cancer, which we see the demographics and it's changing. Colorectal cancer used to kill predominantly elderly people. That's why they limited the screening for a normal average person to 50 to 70 odd, give or take, depending on where the upper limit is. The thing is, if you have a first degree relative, if you have a history of polyps, if you have any one of a number of conditions, that 50 year old uh, cutoff doesn't apply to you. You get screened earlier. And for most people, we say to start screening five years before your relative developed cancer or around the age of 40, give or take. But having said that, you don't have to be passive about this. You can actually take control of the situation in your own hands. And while waiting for this petition to work in government, you can actually get fit testing, which you can do on your own and screen yourself for colorectal cancer because it does appear to be hitting younger and younger people. As any of you who watch the news or the media know, some of the famous people who've died in their 30s and their 40s as a result of colon cancer. Um, certainly if you have symptoms, if you have a change in your bowel habits, if you have blood in your bowel habits, bowel movements, if you have a black or tarry bowel movement, if you have 
pain as you're going to the bathroom, if you have a change in the caliber of your bowel movements. All these are tip-offs that move you out of average risk and mean that you can get a colonoscopy at an earlier age. All right. Well, to quote Celine Dion, the truth is in the poo. Uh, California man apparently free of HIV and cancer. What happened here? Now, this is rare, and this is extreme, and this I think the fifth case of all this. The, this happened in Berlin and a few other places. This unfortunate gentleman, older, in his 60s, uh, developed a form of leukemia, blood cancer. And the only way they could treat it was to wipe out his blood and his uh, bone marrow cells that make the blood and replace them from a donor, a stem cell transplant. When they transplanted him, though, they took the donor cells from someone who not only matched him, because you have to have some degree of matching or else the body turns against it, not only matched, but lacked the specific receptor on a specific subcategory of white cells so that the HIV virus couldn't get in. And we know this exists in a small group of people that are naturally immune to HIV. Well, they transplanted him. They gave him his bone marrow back. He recovered from his acute myelogenous leukemia and uh, was getting better. But he continued on therapy against HIV because they weren't sure what was going to go on. And they waited. And the standard now is to wait approximately two years, 25 months. And they, with his permission, stopped his HIV treatment to see what would happen and then tested him. And lo and behold, the transplanted white blood cells no longer allowed the virus to hang around. And so in that 25-month period of continuing treatment post-transplant, he had wiped out, demolished the virus, which had nowhere left to hide. And he was actually HIV-free. Now, this is obviously a very extreme form of therapy, right? Um, you're killing someone's entire bone marrow and replacing it with a transplant. But this is about the fourth or fifth case now where this has happened. Uh, and we do know that some people are, quote-unquote, naturally immune to this virus. So it's an interesting thought and maybe something we can build on for the future. Dr. Mitch, thanks so much. Good to have you. A pleasure. You have a great morning. That's our medical correspondent, Dr. Mitch Schulman.